Shout out to Tristan, who's uh, he, he's our buddy over on uh, Red Wings Rant, but uh, he's checking in just for a quick beat. Um, things things went pretty good today. We um, nap time didn't go so hot, uh, but I was still able to record an episode of our our other podcast. Um, she just like all, all I heard was like crashing in like in the bedroom of her toys, uh, which is directly above my office. So it's going to be a fun episode. Uh, highly recommend it if you guys. Uh, there's, uh, you know, the Wings fans are out there. Uh, check it out. It'll be going live uh, tomorrow morning. But, uh, yeah, then since she didn't nap, uh, got down here a little bit earlier. Um, just now we're doing a surprise wrestling show. But uh, for anybody who uh, who's joining who maybe might think since it's Sunday we're doing a Red Wings Rant episode, um, we are. We're surprise! Be, it's we're wrestling. Talking, we're talking pro wrestling right now. But, uh Come along for the ride. Uh, we, we're going to wrap up uh, real quick uh, what happened with AEW and Rampage. So uh, hang around uh, if you guys are watching live right now. And if um, you are listening to the podcast right now, don't forget, uh, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. We have our Twitch that's going. We're, we're playing some games, including, um, what, was that, what was that game called? Uh, Back for Blood was pretty fun. Um, oh, yeah, fantastic game. Yeah. So, yeah, just go over to our Twitch uh follow the twitch channel uh subscribe to uh brothers of discussion on youtube i don't know why i can't think of what the hell our name is called anymore <laughs> oh and then uh, find us bodpodcast.com brothers of discussion.com on the uh homepage. uh we have our shop button uh let me see if i remembered to post this there it is uh here's a quick snippet you've got your wrestling shirts we've got our hot tag uh, section there where a few different customized ditties of uh, Hot Tag, uh, which is, uh, you know, doing the Hot Tag in pro wrestling. We have uh, some of our Red Wing Rant stuff. We have our uh, I listen to the Brothers of Discussion. So if you guys are interested, it's uh, bodpodcast.com or brothersofdiscussion.com and the link is on the homepage. Just go ahead and click shop and you can get started. Tons of fun stuff on there. Check it out if you want to support the show. Um, Alright. Mike, are you sunburned? I am roasted. <laughs> I, am I can't trouble. tell. Yeah, there's a lot of pain over here. Uh, the face, chest. I, I sunburned uh, the, my knees. I didn't know you could sunburn your knees. Um, but, 
Yeah, I was floating around in my brand new kayak today. Uh, compliments of the lady. And, uh, <laughs> and my knees popped out while I was uh, floating around in the old water and uh, roasted them to a medium well. So Nice. Um, yeah. Going to rub some aloe on those bad boys, get nice and greased up, Big E style, and uh, hopefully get back in the game for the big SummerSlam preview uh, later this week. Yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully Mike can make it after this I... severe burn. Yeah, it's a deep burn. Um, but man, uh, as, we, <laughs> as we do every show. Fethdar uh, coming in hot. Yeah. Thank you. I'm a, I'm a whole new color. Thank you, Fethdar. Yeah, anybody um, listening to the podcast, not uh, watching YouTube, uh, Fethdar says that uh, Mike is most certainly changed into a lobster. Uh, so here we are. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, Jerry the King Lawler here in his uh, twilight years. Uh, definitely not the <laughs> right color for a human being. Um, but, Just in that sense, because he did have a nice, you know, not a nice tan, but it was a tan. You... You're a YouTube red right now. You match. <laughs> I match the banner. You might click on me on accident. Yeah. Got, got Hellboy. Oh, my God. This is. <laughs> it might be uh, uh, Red Red Wings Rant, right? Red Wing Rant Red over here. Um, you Oh, so you were you were preparing, actually. You were branding yourself. Yeah, I uh, forgot to wear like my it. Red Wing swag, so I burned the shit out of my face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> For some solidarity with the uh, team colors here, Matt. Uh, I, I know it's uh, my it's definitely a hot, spicy week of wrestling on my face. Uh, but open <laughs> topic of the show here, uh, Matt. Why are one-hour wrestling shows a much better viewing experience than a three-hour show? What are we doing? I like. Come on, we're this huge struggle now to get people to watch pro wrestling, and the ideas to keep stretching these shows out, make them longer. Are you fucking kidding me? No, everything's going shorter, Mike. Like, what? What is our our favorite sketch show on Netflix? Has these seventeen minute episodes? It's it's the most crazy length of time. These sketches end abruptly. So I think you should leave, clearly, is what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. Only you knew that. But um, <laughs> we're t- everything's just getting easier to watch and more truncated. And pro wrestling is the only thing, or I should say probably because WWE dominates the pro wrestling world uh, in the United States, that everybody's just accepted that long-winded, like, we need to see 50 different people. We got to see six different matches. I need promos interspersed throughout the whole thing. This is every Monday is an event. You don't have a life anymore. You watch three hours of pro wrestling after work, and then you go to bed and you think about what you did. (laughs) Same thing, same thing Tuesday night, same thing Wednesday night, Thursday. You've got a smorgasbord of all the other shows that can't quite seem to find a real channel to put themselves on. And then Friday, you do it all over again. And now it's going to be three fucking hours in a row with SmackDown followed by Rampage. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But yes, one-hour wrestling shows. You know what the the key was, Mike? You skip SmackDown, even though John Cena, Jesus, did he <laughs> brail into Roman Reigns this past week with one of the best lines uh, I think we've seen in, in a while. Um but you skip SmackDown and you just watch AEW Rampage and you you sleep like a baby. Let me let me say, yeah. it just felt good to watch one hour of pro wrestling. I think we tried to make this analogy last week. Um, 
where it feels like WWE is becoming the diner menu, where they just try to make sure that not only is every single thing on the menu, but you also take a bite of every single thing on the menu instead of just, you know, I'm just going to swing through the drive through Instead of going to the diner, I just wanted like a quesadilla. I'm going to get in, get out. That's exactly what I wanted. Trip over, tummy full. I can get on with my night. Um, Rampage is a perfect wrestling drive through where I just get in, I'm going to have three matches. Okay, I don't need them all to be title matches, but it looks like these are all of consequence. And, uh, you know, it's super efficient. Uh, I, I'm teased before the show about who's going to be on it, so I have a pretty good idea of what I'm going to get into. Man, we've talked so much about uh, wrestling being an entertainment medium. Uh, movies, it's scientifically proven. You like the movie a little bit more if you know just a little bit about what's going to happen in the plot. So that's why they release trailers, and it's it's proven that your your score on a movie actually goes up. So well, hold up, I'm super stoked that they're not going to do a Spider Man trailer for the new Spider Man yeah, movie. I I know this is a wrestling gimmick. podcast, but yeah, that's uh, a gimmick. But that's most the shit. Of the time, most of the time, they don't want to show off Tobey Maguire. Come on, you don't want to give that away. Doing it, yeah, they don't want to give away their secrets, you know. But that's just one instance, Matt. The rest of the time, we send trailers to each other on YouTube. I don't know who you're kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, you have a little bit of an idea of what you're going to get going to get into. You're kind of amped, you know, to see those matchups. You're excited to see, you know, Red Velvet go up against Britt Baker, you know, in a hostile Pittsburgh environment. Um, you're excited to see Christian Cage versus Kenny. Omega. It's it works, and it's it's one hour. It's efficient. You know what's coming, and you don't feel like you got to fill all this extra time. You you can just get your matches in, get out, and you're you're done. You're you're through the drive through. You got your quesadilla. You're out. Yeah, I I think everybody's in agreement too. I don't think anybody like that. That's the thing is no, nobody watches a one hour show, and and you want more. But hear me out, Mike. You do another episode the next week. How about <laughs> you leave them wanting more and they'll tune in next week. How about that? I mean, like the, the least exciting, um, what, uh, a streaming platform right now is I, I would argue Netflix, even though we just said it's got our favorite sketch show, but, um, like, everybody's tuning in now, you know, once a week to check out what's going on on like Apple TV. You don't, you don't want to miss this week's episode of Ted Lasso. Like it was cute for a while where you just binge all your shows, but that's where it's at. That's where the excitement's at. You, you give them a taste week after week. And sure. People are going to find Ted Lasso later. I, I binge through the first season, but now I sit down Friday nights. I make sure I'm watching Ted Lasso. Oops. I mean, you know, after I watch SmackDown. Um. <laughs> Matthew, this isn't the Ted Lasso of discussion show. You know? I wish this was Ted Lasso of discussion. That show is so fucking good. Anyway. Uh, it, one more thing while we're cutting down wrestling programs. Right. Uh, do we need four talking heads on the commentary table? <laughs> no. We don't need three. Um, I heard some people giving Jericho grief too for trying to do a Bobby Heenan screaming impression. I actually don't mind his commentary style; it, it makes me laugh. Um, he had a pretty, a couple pretty good singers, but I'm, I'm good with Shivani Excalibur plus one wrestler. But I don't need Jericho and Mark Henry and sometimes Don Callis. I'm, I'm I think Mark, 
I'm pretty sure Mark Henry was like, I, I don't want to be here either because uh, he... <laughs> <laughs> he uh first he didn't come off as the most confident of a uh, of announcers uh he was also pretty quiet for the most part so it just kind of felt like once he did speak up you kind of went oh fuck mark henry's here too i forgot um but then when they gave him a lot of time then you're kind of like all right <laughs> we had a lot of people to pick from yeah. <laughs> uh, let's move on man we don't want to keep kicking that horse uh but AEW, man. Or it might be a little AEW heavy this week, especially with the SummerSlam preview coming up. But um, on this episode, man, AEW reminded us again of Darby's promo on, uh, you know, just trying to, somebody coming into AEW and making their mark. Uh, you got to prove yourself, even if you claim to be the best in the world. So they're obviously bringing that up again for, uh, yeah, I got to think there's a, you know, a purpose for that. And it looks like Darby is in all likelihood going to be the first feud for chick magnet punk matt is this uh is this the ideal first feud for chick magnet can i just throw out there fethdar brings up a great point um if uh if he's going to a live show this thing better be longer than an hour that's a great point um i think like i i would bring up the idea of going to see like uh, a comedy routine right like you can't expect a comedian to be up there for like an hour and a half but they you get to see a couple of comedians. You can you you know you you set something up that's not necessarily going to be the big thing that 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 becomes somebody's Netflix special, but you you get you get a full show of entertainment uh, from that. And we went to the NXT live events like those. You can you could probably turn into an episode of NXT and do all the stuff on the outside and on the end of the episodes. And there's a lot of fun stuff in the middle. And um, hey, that's why you know maybe we go back to editing and and skip putting these out live and, and figure it out that way. Uh, but I, I think, I, I, I know you're right there with us too. Like on the stream, one hour is good, but that is a great point. And, and that's probably the, the sticking point is that they, they need to make sure. Yeah, and I'm they, saying they think this, they need to make sure that the, they do a live I think, uh, event. Yeah, when we went, I think when we did SmackDown, they, uh, they filmed two or three different shows and then like the canonical SmackDown afterwards. So if they throw mm -hmm. in like an AEW Dark or, you know, something else that they fire up on YouTube, or, you know, maybe you just get a freebie title match that doesn't really count, you, but, you know. Do you remember the last time we went to a live SmackDown? We got main event, we got dark matches, and we got the New Year's match that ended oh, yeah. up. So we went in, like, October, and they got the New Year's match that, you know, they had us all do. I think we did a countdown, too, didn't we, uh, yeah, in the arena? Yeah, yeah, it was. And uh, Maria Menounos was there, too. Cause she was the host of the New Year's show, yeah, so they had her show up. Countdown, and we had to pretend it was. Yeah, it was uh, cute. Yeah. yeah. So it's possible. I can't. You know, I, obviously they're not going to record a New Year's event every night, yeah, but it's magic of television. Yeah. <laughs> Just do a new KFC commercial because we watched those get filmed too. Um. All right. So Darby Allen, uh, Punk. Sorry, I I went a skew there, but I I thought that was a great point by Fethdar. I look. This feels like they're teasing it. This feels like we're about to get fucked over as fans, to be completely honest, because they're going so hard into it. And I just don't... I don't know. Is that... Is, does Darby Allen? does he get Sting and CM Punk? Is that really what we're about to see happen here? Does he deserve that, in your mind? Is he that good? Because his promo work is... 
it's very Darby solid. Allen. I think it's pretty solid. I think it's uh, if anybody on that roster is going to use their body to make you look like a Marvel superhero, it's Darby Allen, right? Nobody, nobody throws himself into harm's way or like. I, I would sure. I would I wouldn't even use the term overselling. He just mega sells everything that it, it looks like a homicide every time he's on the defensive in a match. Um so as far as making Punk's offense look like a million bucks, that is my top draft pick from the AEW roster. Um I do think it's I do think that it's gonna be like I posed the question, right? Is this going to be a feud? I actually, the more I think about it, I do see Darby being his first like pay per view match, but I would compare it more to like Nakamura versus Sami Zayn, right? Where they didn't have like an elongated feud, but the first big match was the two of them going like twenty minutes and then shaking hands at the end and you know a sign of respect. So I think it would be something more akin to that than an actual um, full length feud. I think it's just going to be you know. Darby, who in a way is one of the faces of all elite wrestling without being like a young buck or an Omega. Um, Cause that's, that'll be, you know, like storyline heavy when Punk starts battling those guys, but just to kind of show him rubbing elbows with a guy that is held in really high regard. I, I think it's just going to be more of a Nakamura, Sami Zayn um, introduction, reintroduction, if you will, um, to the Wednesday night dynamite crow. And I guess, I, I guess that's fine too. I, I can get on board with that. I, I just, I don't know. Uh, I guess for me, it doesn't do too much. I don't get that juiced about it. I think it's more just like CM Punk is coming. So it could have really been anybody. So I, I think it, it, at this point, it now the questions are going to start popping in my head of like, is, Dar is Darby who they've been pushing? And, mm -hmm. you know, having Sting be the, the guy at ringside with him. I mean, is that really the guy that needs to lay down for CM Punk in his reintroduction? And does CM Punk really come back? And do we want him to be laying down after so many years of being away from the ring? I, I, For me, this isn't something where we fuck around like Miro and Murderhawk. CM Punk better go right to the fucking top. That's not, like, th this, this isn't something Dude, either. Who would you put in that spot then if you don't want to put uh, Darby in there? I think it's not about like picking someone else. It's just, I mean, you could have had it. This is about debuting CM Punk. So you didn't need your top, right? Your, your top mid card guy in there. Right. Who would you put in there? Pick one of the cages. I, I you know what I mean? Like it, it's not about, it, it should have been CM Punk is making a debut and maybe somebody just comes out and challenges them. I, right. Like, I know, like, I, I, I hope my point's being made. Like, it, it doesn't, it matters more that it shouldn't be Darby, in my opinion, than anybody else. But, I mean, you know, you also aren't picking John Moxley, but I, I don't feel like that should be far behind. Um, I think there's a lot of big opportunities on this roster. And um, one, I, I don't know who you pick to lose here. And whoever takes the loss with these two fighting just doesn't make sense. So why are we doing it? But yeah, pick pick one of the cages. Uh, pick any guy that rhymes with age and um, throw him in there and have him lose to Punk and we'll be golden. 
Well, I think that's what the I think the storyline is what they're doing. Or you know what? Don't throw don't throw Hangman in there. I'm sorry. I forgot. We're not putting the Hangman. In there. I We're not gonna say Hangman. Like that. We've been that sitting is... on that push for a long right. time. Um, <laughs> don't make it Hangman. If it was Hangman, absolutely. See, now that's the thing. We're we're playing this game of having your top mid mid Carter go down. I'm I'm guessing to CM Punk, but like if Hangman had been calling out for Punk for the last couple of weeks, and they were going to use this to really put over Hangman, you know what? That's a decision I can get on board. I'd still go. Why aren't we giving CM Punk a, a push to start here? But um, like that to me seems like there you have an, your easy pick to win, right? I, I'm just saying. This nah. just feels like last loss with Darby. Nah, I kind of, I kind of like it because it, it's a little bit like um, I'm gonna do another NXT reference here. Remember, like the the, the golden age of NXT um, when um, the likes of Velveteen Dream, who we don't talk about on anymore, and uh, remember Elster Black. Uh, now he goes by Malachi Black. The whole storyline was just say my name, and now the storyline is just gonna be just prove yourself. So it's not really going to matter who who wins so much. It's just going to, like, the whole world knows if Punk's coming back, I, I don't think he's going to lose clean in his first fight. So it's just going to be about them, you know, somebody, you know, going all out and coming, you know, just short and, you know, telling that little self-contained story in a bubble. Um, and then it wouldn't be super cheesy, I guess, if, you know, in the, in the, in the post-mortem, you know, for them to reference, you know, that it, I was proven by CM Punk and then, you know, Darby Allen is a hell of an athlete. You know, I just squeaked by defeating him. Um, you know, he sacrificed himself a little too hard and he, he gave himself more damage than I did. So I think you could still kind of protect both entities that way. And um, again, we're really WWE booking this the way we want to almost like have it nobody lose, you know, essentially. But, you know, you got to have Punk win. And I, I think Darby's going to be the, I mean, a, a perfect spot there. Yeah, it's a, it's our least favorite thing to happen in wrestling. But, I mean, we basically saw that with our next segment, which is Kenny Omega going down to Christian because there's so many shenanigans at the end there. Hey, let's where... talk out of both sides of our mouth here. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Kenny's first, he's booked like a mega hero, right? He's literally right. draped in gold. Um, apologies to um, the now disbanded Undisputed Era. Um, he's literally covered in belts and now, uh, he's lost his first one to Christian cage and he could still lose a second one to Christian cage, um, in the Chicago pay-per-view. So I, I kind of, you know, I kind of shrugged my shoulders a little bit and I was like, is this, I, I don't know if I would have booked Kenny's first loss like that, but I guess if they're giving the belt to a legend of impact wrestling, like Christian cage. Uh, a dubious honor if there ever was one. <laughs> He's an impact legend. Um, and now he takes the belt back. Uh, well, I, I, I was definitely in the minority on that opinion. I, I'm okay to eat some crow on that one. Um, I don't know if he's going to hold it for a while or maybe yeah. be more of a, a transitional champion, but I, it was maybe, it was maybe my favorite Christian performance since like 2000. I mean, it could just be you enjoyed another Kenny Omega performance. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess the thing for me was, uh, I mean, we just talked about CM Punk, and uh, you know, I'm saying like you can't, you can't murder hawk this. You can't fuck around for a little bit, and like CM Punk is just like, oh man, 
I just that TNT title just keeps, uh, you know, I can't, I just can't seem to get it. Um, <laughs> but to that, to that idea, to that point, Christian needed a win at some point. <laughs> I mean, he's making a triumphant return to wrestling after, you know, having a big moment at the Royal Rumble. And then now he's, you know, he's really in it and he's in the thick of it. He's got storylines, he's got his matches, he's got his strings going along. So, I think this is this is a pretty good way to give him a main event victory. Like this, a thousand percent feels like the type of win he'd get on WWE programming too. <laughs> I mean, this this is almost the you know the equivalent of like um, when there were certain wrestlers that would win the world heavyweight title, but God damn it all to hell if they ever touch my WWE championship. That is exactly what this feels like. um but but i mean if you you know you catch my drift you know where i'm coming from on that and i mean christian is you know he's never been a terrible wrestler it's just to us we think he's kind of boring so and he also like don Callis saying uh christian has the best finisher in the business i couldn't keep my lunch down that was one of the worst lines i've ever heard in uh in any pro wrestling promo because it is the most convoluted finisher and i was really bad at adjusting the straps on my uh, middle school backpack and it always looks like christian has the same problem because he's always just kind of you reach around here and get the old backpack on and i'm gonna sit down so i don't know that's what i thought his finisher was but you um, didn't appreciate that analogy so (laughs) i I'm doing all the I'm doing all the producing and business and comments and stuff behind the scenes. Sorry. Okay. All right. So uh, I you you missed. I told a a hilarious analogy and uh, everybody laughed really hard. No, you're Uh, yeah. You're backpack backpack wonder. So Matt, what's the difference? Why did uh, why did we get to see Christian Cage uh, come up clean and then uh, poor Andrade with the assistance of Ric Flair, which wasn't enough. (laughs) Uh, Andrade could not defeat Kenny Omega for that Triple A belt. I mean, first of all, let me just say we don't. I mean, we don't know. It kind of seemed like all right, Kenny. All the dominoes are just going to fall. Kenny's going down. Um, <laughs> and Andrade, of course, would deserve this. Why not? <laughs> but Kenny's holding on to the title. The rumor, Mike, and this is where I was like, all right, we don't know anything. But the rumor is that AEW asked uh, that Kenny hold on to this title, Andrade go down, and, uh, you know, uh, something else is planned along the way to keep Kenny looking strong. Um, Mike, I, I will say this. There, there is a rumor going around that uh, with the Impact um, Championship being on the line, like the, the pay-per-view coming up, uh, Kenny just couldn't make it. So that's how this all got thrown together so quickly. Christian was going to get a big win. He was like, yeah, I can make it to the show. Why not? So it just kind of seems like there might be a moment that Kenny's going to get those titles back if maybe they do a, you know, strap for strap match kind of thing. And Kenny will be back on top uh, before you know it. He'll still be holding uh, his AAA title. He'll have his Impact Championships and he'll still be holding the AEW Championship. I think Andrade lost because uh, AEW's daddy. And uh, daddy's match was not on daddy's show. So, no, you don't get to beat Kenny Omega on a program nobody's watching. Sorry. Once it's on AEW, I, I don't, this isn't, 
I, I hope that people don't think this is a like a slight against um, Andrade. Like he, you know, they cheated against him. It wasn't a clean match. You know, he had Ric Flair, the human jinx, on his side. You know, that a lot of things were going against him in that one. Um, but yeah, it's it's not a slight against Andrade. I just I think that you know AEW is the one opening doors for all these other channels. And uh, as the as the you know sexy daddy, you know, bringing in all the new wrestlers. No, you don't get to pin Kenny Omega on a on a non-sanctioned show for us. Absolutely not. This is just AEW, you know, at the urinal, shut off the big old ding dong. So it's not a slight Andrade at all. It's just AEW um, slapping Triple A wrestling in the face with their their big ding dong. So uh, more more talking out of uh, either side of our mouth. Uh, by the way, I um, it, I just realized too, like we were just complaining about 50-50 booking. Now we didn't get 50-50 booking yet with Christian and, and Kenny, but uh, you certainly got enough shenanigans where you were like, well, that's why Kenny went down. Uh, but then right after Kenny loses to Andrade, he makes a comment about how they'll be in the ring again soon. And, you know, you got my respect, uh, kid. W Dynamite on Wednesday nights. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> it's just one of those things where... Maybe it's not 50-50 booking yet, but they're doing their darndest to make sure, like, these losses don't matter. <laughs> to keep these guys on top. So again, we, we're walking away from a week where we're like, "Oh my god, AEW Rampage!" It's, oh, one-hour wrestling's fucking great. But then uh, also, it featured you know this whole weekend featured all of our least favorite things just back to back to back. <laughs> so yeah, again, more more talking out of either side of our mouth. But I think uh, you know we have our our list that you guys can check out on YouTube of. Um, our top 10 things uh, pro wrestling fans love to complain about. Um, I think just one of the things we're most guilty of that we got to figure a way to finagle that into their into the list. is just complaining about one thing and five minutes later realizing that you're a fan of it somewhere else. <laughs> we're just all full of shit. I think that's that's the thing. That's the long and yeah, short of it. Uh, human toilets over here. Uh, we we wait till it's convenient. Let's do a quick hit here. We're going we're gonna to almost wrap the show up. It's going to be a world record for efficiency. Um, God, we just call so. Cena for being one of the, the, the goats on the microphone. Um, not only did he call out Roman Reigns' teeth for looking like soap bars, um, then he dropped a couple bombs. Uh, Roman ruining, nearly ruining Seth Rollins' career, and then running Dean Ambrose out of town. Matt, the crowd, I miss those reactions. I feel like we haven't gotten anything like that uh, probably since Cena stopped being a full-timer. Um I know that WWE heavily scripts uh, their promos, but some capacity, I have to think Cena gets a little extra leash um, to make his jokes because when Cena dropped that line, even Roman uh, got caught smirking. So <laughs> in some way, I think a little bit of Cena was, uh, you know, putting his own stank on whatever the, uh, you know, the old man McMahon, um, you know, allowed, allowed John to say that night. Um, but the other kind of cute mention uh, from Cena was that once he defeats Roman, takes the title, he's taking it back to Los Angeles, taking it back to Hollywood, and he's going to blow Roman a kiss from the front row. Yep. Uh, at first glance, if you weren't paying attention, uh, that's a clear allusion to CM Punk on the way out, uh, storyline-wise, defeating John Cena, jumping into the crowd, blowing John a kiss as he takes the title out uh, back in Chicago. And was that Money in the Bank? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's a, a fun mention, um, especially since next week is Chicago, the first dance. 
uh, for Rampage. Um, and then it's also going to be SummerSlam weekend. So we might see CM Punk return, blow some kisses, and then John Blow kiss back to him um, on SummerSlam the next night. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Matt, how many times did you rewatch that promo on YouTube? <laughs> I think I watched the Dean Ambrose part about a thousand times. Um, I, 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 I thought it would be really funny. With, I mean, okay, it's heartbreaking with all the guys who got released, uh, all the guys and gals. I hope they're doing great. Um, if WWE dropped all this cash and they're like, no, I'm sorry, we're giving CM Punk an offer he can't refuse. And Cena's now giving the little hint that CM Punk's going to be there. And <laughs> that was the first thought that popped in my, just for funsies. I don't actually think it's going to happen. I know Punk's headed to AEW, but could you imagine? The shit storm, like AEW giving all these teases that Punk was on his way, and then WWE was like, "No, we'll give you fifty million dollars to never." <laughs> we will quadruple the offer. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that promo. We just spent um, uh, a week ago, or uh, I guess more than a week ago at this point, uh, talking about how. All right. Well, I mean, to like sum this all up, one of the main. Uh, themes of all of these episodes we always bring up or not a theme but it's just an idea we continue to bring up is good casting and john cena is one of the best cast pro wrestlers ever because he comes i mean he just he knows how to do it whatever his character was he was all in and uh i i think he was always pulling a 300 so this is just another example of it um like i said rewind a week and you can hear us uh wax poetic about our love for Mr. Cena. And um, yeah, this is just, this is us just doing it again. And just in awe that it doesn't even slow down. It's not that he went, you know what? I did pretty good last week. I think I'm good. He's just gonna, He's just going to keep rolling. It's every moment that he's out there is just pure joy. And um, it's one of those things where the WWE keeps saying that they're trying to get back to what they do. Right. Which I think could lead us into our next segment. And you know what? If we're going to tune into WWE and get John Cena moments and then we watch AEW Rampage and Kenny Omega is so fucking good. He made Christian interesting for a night. If that's the two ideas of those two shows, that that's fine. Just both make them both an hour, have them go back to back, and then that'll be my week of wrestling. That's all I ask. But, I mean, if those are the identities that those two shows want to have or those two brands, that's that works for a lot of people. Yeah, I, I think uh, we're going to do two things here, Matt. Um, I think that we're going to stop making Monday Night Raw a priority and just try to be home for SmackDowns uh, because I want to see as many John Cena segments as humanly yeah, possible. I want to watch King Nakamura. I want to watch more Rick Boots, um, more Big E. I, I don't even know why I'm tuning in on Mondays, to be honest. Um, we need a better recording time and day. Like, yeah, I... Here's the thing, man. Thursday's we, the we worst. We might start doing it like, remember on Saturday mornings, we used, we used to watch the Monday Night Raw recap with Michael Cole? Oh, that's a great uh, idea. We're going to have to start doing that like Saturday mornings with a little bowl of cereal. I think, yeah. A little mimosa. I'll, I'll bring little Teddy in here and uh, I'll strap him to my chest. Oh, it'll be great to see Teddy. Um, yeah. um, He's just about yeah. ready to be flipped in the, uh, you know, the harness where you carry yeah. the baby. Shout out to Teddy Boy. Um Matt, so we're going to say goodbye to Monday Night Raw, maybe, for at least the foreseeable future. Matt, and unfortunately, this is our last segment of the show. we got to wrap this up. We might be saying goodbye to NXT as we know it. Matt, we're pouring one out. Uh, I, I know you, you barely made it a priority this week. 
uh, man, is this is this maybe the end for NXT? Especially as Adam Cole says goodbye. I think. Well, yeah, it's hard to watch NXT when you know, like, I, I mean, if you were told that, uh, you know, one of your favorite shows is canceled and you weren't even going to get to see a season finale, do you, do you turn in to get, do you turn in to get one more taste, you know, for, it's just, it's one of those things where maybe storylines will end at the next takeover, but it just feels so empty, you know, like you want to... You have all these characters that um, you you start to love, you know, like uh, like we really liked Carrying Cross and what he brought to NXT, and then he goes up to SmackDown and gets destroyed, so or just gets rolled up by Jeff Hardy, whatever, however you want to look at that. It's just like, what are we, what are we doing, you know, like all that time I spent caring about this character and and you know putting putting money behind some of these guys and going i want th this guy will be i'm gonna go walk into a grocery store as a 30 year old man wearing fucking undisputed era t-shirts and i don't care because i love them so much and i'm hoping that i'll walk into somebody else that loves undisputed era that much and then you know they tell you that ah, doesn't it doesn't matter or the show's over in like a couple of weeks it's just, it's super disheartening. It makes you feel like you wasted a ton of time. You know, I'm glad that I got to know a lot of these wrestlers because um, some of them I wouldn't know without NXT. And clearly this is my favorite show week after week. But um, all that care and time of, of building a rapport with these stories and these wrestlers and hoping for some long-term storytelling, poof, gone. Because, I mean, the second champ comes up to the main roster, which I hope... He's already got his plans to head on <laughs> head on out to somewhere else. I mean, he's just not going to be scary anymore because they tried that and they made him not scary. So I have zero confidence. And that's the thing. We just said this can be the brand that makes John Cena work. But that means that Tommaso Ciampa can't. I don't know. They're... They're cutting back. They're cutting back the budget. They're cutting back the roster. They're cutting back, you know, whether or not this is, you know, it wasn't that long ago this was supposed to be a um, equivalent to SmackDown and Raw. Um, remember, we had the Survivor Series where NXT, you know, won the majority of the matches. It's all over. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what to do with it going forward. If, if they don't care, it's hard for me to care, and I... I know that if it in it, 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 some capacity, it's it's the marketing involved, right, with AEW. But I feel like they give a hoot about what I like, and I feel like they've been prioritizing matches and match styles that I've you know come to enjoy. And if they're going to take care of me, man, we've talked about it tons of times. There's no reason to be loyal to a company. We're just going to be loyal to the wrestlers. So does this mean we're going to boycott SummerSlam? Of course not. Oh, I want to see Cena. I want to see Edge versus, you know, Seth Rollins, but am I going to make Monday Night Raw a three-hour priority? No! There's no reason to. <laughs> but am I going to tune in to Rampage? Because it feels, even if it's late on a Friday night, um, you know, and I could be doing a host of other things, but, you know, I've really entertained for 60 minutes, and only, you know, only like 45 minutes of it is wrestling. There's still commercials, you know, because of... 
you know, that's how television works. I, I'm I'm still happy. So I, I, this might be a, a a major departure for this program, Matt, where we start leaning into AEW more and more, and just letting WWE just taking that little paper sailboat and letting it float down the gutter to Pennywise and uh, just say goodbye. <laughs> Sorry, this might be <laughs> it, Matt. August fifteenth. I mean, we're still gonna watch WWE. Right, we still like Rick Boogs and you know all the other guys, but oh, poor Rick. Yeah, but yeah, I I mean uh, we should wrap up here because we said thirty Let's minutes and now we're on forty two. Let's um, do it. Let's get out of here before forty four. Yeah, well, uh, we'll see what we can figure out uh, if we're going to be doing Saturdays from now on. But uh, everybody, uh, sorry this ended on such a sour note, but uh, WWE did it to us, so you know. Blame them. Uh, but thanks for tuning in. It's at BOD Podcast for uh, the Twitter that, um, I mean, like Mike said, we're not watching Monday Night Raw, so it doesn't get a lot of use anymore. But um, SummerSlam's coming up, so we'll probably tweet during that. And uh, it's uh, the Instagram is brothers underscore of underscore discussion. But please uh, follow us on uh, YouTube. That's where we're going to be doing most of our action going forward. Uh, we do have the Twitch that if you guys just want to see us sticking around on uh, PlayStation, we'll be doing that. And, uh, yeah, we always have our Facebook uh, group that gets uh, a ton of engagement. So if you guys want to have some fun conversations where uh, it's not so serious, there's, there's a lot of fun, um, check it out. Live, uh, wrest- uh, live wrestling discussion group uh, on uh, Facebook. All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Have a good one.